Thank you for listening to our Love City Church podcast. Visit us online at www.lovecitychurch.ca. We pray that this message encourages you and strengthens you in your walk with Jesus. Hi, everyone. It's great to be here. So I usually preach in Italian. So uh, tonight I'm going to test how spiritual you are (laughs) and how good you are in uh, interpretation of tongues, okay? Quindi buonasera a tutti, è molto bello essere qui con voi. Il messaggio di questa sera sarà meraviglioso. Abbiamo un Dio glorioso e lui farà opere grandiose in mezzo a noi. Amen. <laughs> all right, all right. I'll just try to preach in English and I need your help, okay? Because uh, my English is a little bro- bit broken, uh, but uh, but I'm sure God is going to speak in your heart tonight. He's going to uh, tell us some truth. You know, uh, yesterday we were hanging out with, uh, with a young guy, uh, and uh, uh, he said, Calgary, you have to know it's the best city in Canada. I'm like, yeah, I agree. I, I, th- I think so. And, so, uh, and, then, uh, and then he said, uh, so I'm going to give you the best coffee of town, you know. So I was looking for for this coffee, and... <laughs> We arrived at McDonald's. I know. <laughs> I know. And so we got this coffee and I was like, oh, I'm going to start praying for Calgary and for the way they do coffee. And, and then the guy went on and he said, you know, what I like about Calgary is that we have the most amazing weather. You know, in Calgary... Uh, we have not the weather that they have in uh, Vancouver. There is always raining. It's always gray. But here in Calgary, we have sunny days. And then this morning, we woke up, and it was, uh, you know, it felt like being in Vancouver. And I was like, I'm starting to questioning this guy. <laughs> but actually, it's great to be here, and I really love your pastor. We, we met for probably half an hour, one hour, not so much, but right away we connected, and, uh, and we, ha- we had a great time then, and then uh, uh, we had also some Skype uh, calls, and it was such an encouraging uh, to, to meet this guy. You have the best pastor in all of, I don't know what, uh, to, what to say. <laughs> and not to get in trouble because there are other pastors of Calgary here. So I'm just going to say in the front row, okay? (laughs) The best pastor in the front row. Let's give it up for this couple. They're amazing. You know, I didn't talk with Vincenzo and I didn't talk with uh, Ryan uh, about my preaching and uh, uh, what I was going to share. But uh, we have something in common that is really special, and that's the Holy Spirit. And, and so it's great that they mention Joshua, and actually Vincenzo already read the whole ch- text that I'm uh, about to share. So it's just amazing to see uh, about the Spirit work, and he texted me and said, some nights it's all about encouragement. So I thought, what better word than uh, to speak about courage? Okay, so I'm going to speak about courage, and I'm going to ask uh, uh, Thomas to read uh, 
uh, Joshua 1 again because he's got this nice, beautiful voice from verse 1 uh, uh, to 9. I, I've got it here in my notes. In yeah, in English, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It says, After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, and you and all the people into the land that I am giving to them, to the people of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given to you, just as I promised to Moses. From the wilderness and his Lebanon, as far as the great river and the river of the Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites and the great sea forward, the going down of the sun shall be your territory. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Just as Moses, just as with Moses, so will I be with you. I will never leave you or forsake you. Be strong and courageous, for you shall cause this people to inherit the land that I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous, being careful to do according to all the law that Moses and my servant commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may have good success wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success right. have i not commanded you be strong can we say that together be strong, be strong. and courageous Amen. do not be frightened do not be dismayed for the lord your god is with you wherever you go that's right thank you thomas so we see in this text that uh, three times for three times god says to joshua be strong and courageous Second time, be strong and very courageous. Third time, be strong and courageous. And it's, it, it is significant that God says three times because we know that in the Bible, every time we find something that is repeated three times, that adds value. Every time God says something for three times, it's of very high importance. So if we read this text, we got to notice the repetition that God uses. And another thing that we have to notice is that God is not suggesting Joshua to have courage and to be strong. God is actually using an imperative. He's uh, using a command. He's saying, you gotta be strong. You have to be courageous. It's not a choice. It's not a suggestion. It's something that I'm telling you to do. You know what we understand for the command? We understand that courage is not something that we have in our DNA. It's not something that we have because our, our personality is courageous. Courage is actually a choice. Courage is a choice that I make every day. Yeah. Courage is a choice that you make 
every day. Otherwise, God would not use a command. If He's commanding something, it's because we can make a choice about it. So God is telling you tonight, be courageous. Choose to be courageous. Choose to live a life that is courageous. Amen? So we see in this chapter that the people of Israel, they're in a transition. They are at a turning point. They are leaving the desert. They are leaving the place of provision. And they are getting into the land of promise. There's not going to be provision in this land. There's going to be responsibility to take in this land. So these people are in, uh, in, at the age of a transition. And they are coming from a place where they had no enemies or battles. And now they're getting into a place where they have to fight and they have battles. They're coming from a place where God spoiled them. They, uh, God literally, they, what he did is like uh, sending from heaven, uh, lasagna, you know lasagna, right? Yeah. So lasagna was, was sent from heaven <laughs> to these people. And they were spoiled. They, they didn't have to do anything. But now in the promised land... They have to work their land. It's a, it's a shifting uh, 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 season. There's a transition happening. And, uh, and God is saying, if you, if you want to do a good transition in your life, you got to have courage. You got to have courage. If you want to go from a place to a different place, if you want to be a conqueror, you got to have courage courage. That's what God says. So um, I, I want to remind you that we all are in transition. We're consta- con- constantly in, in transition because we're called to progress. Let me explain this. God, he, he finds us in a place, but he doesn't leave us in the place that he found us. He never meant you to stay in the place where he found you. He has a different place for you every day. We know that in Second in Corinth, uh, the Apostle Paul says that we are called to go from glory to glory. It, there's two repetition, but it's actually it's it's a it's a it's a continuous thing, you know, that it, that has to happen. So you come from one place of glory, and a translation says to a degree of a different degree of glory. And then when you get to that different degree of glory, then God calls you to a different degree of, gl- of glory, and it's from glory to glory to glory to glory. Yeah, yeah. To glory, to glory, to glory. Amen? Yeah, that's what we're called. That's, that's our calling. You know, God wants you to progress. He wants you to progress, to, to have more beauty. You, you know glory, what means? It means splendor. It's, it means beauty. You're getting more beautiful every day. You are bellissimo. You are bellissimo, and God is calling you to be more bellissimo than you are. And then when you become more bellissimo, he's going to call you to be more and more bellissimissimissimo. (laughs) Can you tell that to your neighbor and say, you are bellissimo. And you're called to be more beautiful. You know, 
transition in our lives. I, I don't want, I don't want to change subject, but I got to to say this. Listen to me, because many times transition and progress and going from one degree of uh, glory to the next degree of glory happens through trials. Right? It happens through trials. Trials are there in in your life not to tell you that God is distant, not to tell you that God is not real, not to tell you that God doesn't care. They're not there to tell you that you are lost, that you are alone. Those are all lies that the enemy tries to put in our mind. Trials are there to tell you that God is bringing you in a new season, in a new land. He's bringing you from glory to glory in transition and you're going to be more beautiful once you have um, overcome that trial and in front of you there's going to be another trial and then you're going to be more bellissimo than you were before amen Amen. you like this this. yeah Yeah. can you say amen in italian yeah that's it yeah (laughs) it doesn't change much it's amen okay amen you know church is in transition It's not something just that we individually live, but especially in this society, church has to transition. We got to embrace change. We got to find new methods. We got to find new way of doing church. We got to find new way of being relevant to the society that is around us. We got to find new way that the Holy Spirit knows already and that he will lead us, lead us to, to embrace. So church needs to live in transition. Church needs to embrace change. And you know what? Uh, when we talk about courage, we're talking about many, many different characters of the Bible. Not just Joshua. I mean, Joshua was courage. But, but think about it. How much courage did Noah have? Right? And, and then Abraham. Or uh, think about Moses and even his sister Miriam. She had courage. And, and then the list goes on and on. I mean, uh, think about Sadrach, Mesach, and Abednego. Think about uh, any, any conqueror in the, in the Bible. Think about the apostles. They had a lot of courage. They had a lot of courage every day through different trials, and they conquered new territories. Now, I know that you're thinking those people, they had faith, which is true. But, you know, courage is a byproduct of faith, okay? So, and there is a slight different, you know, difference uh, between faith and courage because faith tells us how we deal with God and how we deal with the promises of God in our life. Courage tells us how we deal with fear. Let me say that again. Faith has something to do with how we deal with God directly and how we deal with His promises for our lives. But courage is more specific, and it tells us how we deal with our fears. With our fear, fears, is that right? Yeah, fears. So you got to know if you're, if you're living in a season and in a, in a place of courage, or you're stuck because you're um, 
uh, in bondage because of fear. Many times we think that uh, not to make some decisions, not to go in, in places, is because we're using wisdom. But we got to recognize when we are wise or we are controlled by fear. That's, that's, a, that's a good thing to think about. Because, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a guy that loves to be, you know, to plan everything. And I lead a church. There are lots of decisions to make when you're a pastor. And, and I like to play safe. But I realize that God doesn't like me to play safe. How many of you know that? You know, God wants us to be courageous, so he's going to challenge our courage. And so when fear comes, we got we to gotta understand that we have to deal with fear with courage. And courage is not the absence of fear. Otherwise, we won't, we won't talk about uh, courage. You know, th th there won't be courage if there was no fear. And a courage person is not the one that has no fear. A courage people is the one that knows how to deal with their fear. And it's not, it's not stuck and in bondage and imprisoned by fear, but it looks at their, 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 the things that make, make him fear, and it goes on. It moves on. It goes through. It takes, uh, it takes courage. It stands up and, no, and goes from glory to glory. Is that right? So Nelson Mandela said this. I wish it was me, but um, <laughs> such a great quote. <laughs> I'm so honest. You know, in Italy, I'm a little bit uh, less honest, so I pretend it's my quote. Nobody would know. <laughs> Who knows about Nelson Mandela? <laughs> but we got South, South uh, uh, African here, so I got to quote it. <laughs> and so Nelson Mandela said, I learned that courage was not the absence of fear, but the triumph over it. The brave man is not he who does not feel afraid, but he who conquers that fear. God wants you to be a brave person. And if you are thinking about yourself and saying to yourself, I'm not a brave person, I'm here to tell you that it's all about making a choice. Because if God is commanding you tonight to be brave, to be courageous, He will never tell you something that you are not able to do. And maybe you're not able in your own strength, but we know that God really loves to give us the Holy Spirit. And once you have the Holy Spirit, each and every command that God gives you, He enables you to do it. Amen. So you can be a brave person. Yeah. You can go from glory to glory with courage. You can do all this because the Holy Spirit is available for you. The Holy Spirit is available for me every day. I can stand up and say, I'm not going to be stuck because of my fears. I'm not going to be stuck in my position. I'm going to go over what I call the chicken line. Yeah. You know chickens? Yeah. You know, 
We got to go over the chicken line. We, we're not men, we were not created by God to be chicken and confined in a small place. We are called by God to be eagles that fly, eagles that conquer, eagles that go to new territories every day. Amen? Amen? Amen. You're an eagle. Tell that to your neighbor. You're bellissimo and you're an eagle. You're bellissimo and you're an eagle. Thank you. Make a decision today. I think that God brought me here for a reason. He brought me here for a reason. I don't know you. I, I, I barely know your pastor. I mean, he's great. He's amazing. But we don't know each other that well. But we are part of the same family. And the Holy Spirit is in this place. And he's talking to you. And, and it's not about me. It's about what God is telling you tonight. And if God is telling you these things, and he is, he's telling you, be courageous, be strong. What you have to do is just respond. Just make a decision. And the best decision that you can make tonight is, Holy Spirit, come and make me strong. Come and make me courageous. Come and allow me to transition in the new territories that you have in store for me. I want to read to you a story, and it's probably the best story in the Bible. No, not many people preach about this story, but it's actually one of the best. It's my favorite story in the Bible anyway. It's in Acts 14. Uh, Thomas, you want to come and read this story? You're my reader tonight. <laughs> So it's uh, these two verses yeah. and then also the, the verse 21. Acts 14, 19 to 21. Yeah. But Jesus, uh, but, but, Jesus, but Jews came from Antioch and Iconium, and having persuaded the crowds, they stoned Paul and dragged him out of the city, supposing that he was dead. But when the disciples gathered about him, he rose up and entered the city, and on the next day he went on, with Barnabas to Derby. When they had preached the gospel to that city and had made many disciples, they returned to Lystra and Iconium and Antioch. That's it. I know. If you read it like like this way, you know, you can okay, he's going from one city to another. He got stoned. What big deal? <laughs> it's Paul. <laughs> we know. I mean, that guy, crazy guy, he went through all sort of things. But let me read it again. Jews came from Antioch and Iconium. Those were previous cities where the Apostle Paul went. And having, having persuaded the crowds, they stoned Paul and dragged him out of the city. Listen now. Supposing that he was dead. That was, that was hardcore stoning. If, if they thought that this guy was dead, I bet he was bleeding. I bet he was out of conscience. Is that what you said? So they dragged him out of the city because they thought, this guy is dead. There's nothing else we should do. 
What we read next, it's amazing because we read, but when the disciple gathered about him, he rose up. He rose up. And what we read is like, not that he took uh, a sabbatical. I mean, that, that would have been wise to do. <laughs> if I was stoned, what a story. I mean, the church would fully support me for a sabbatical. <laughs> Probably even for seven years, seven years old, long for a sabbatical. And after that sabbatical, I would go around in all churches telling the story about the time that I was stoned. And that I took the sabbatical, and now I'm here to tell you that God allows you to raise up from every stoning. But what we read, <laughs> there's a double sense, right? <laughs> I got that. <laughs> but when the disciple gathered about him, he rose up, and listen now, he entered the city. Do you get this? So he got in this city. He preached the gospel. People stoned him, dragged him out of the city, thought he, he was dead. He rose up, and what he did, not taking a sabbatical, not even changing city. That would have been wise. I mean, what, what do you do? There's a crowd ready to kill you, definitely, this time. And what you do, you go there. That, that's what Paul did. You know why he did that? I believe because there is, uh, there's this thing about Paul that he always did things that were crazy, were mad, were out of sense, were unorthodox. Unorthodox. And he did those things because he, I, I believe, I sincerely believe, he, he rose up and he said, I'm not going to be controlled by the fear. I'm not going to be controlled by the situations. I'm not going to be controlled by people. I have a God. He's sovereign. Whatever he wants to do, he will do. I'm out of his control. I'm under his authority. I can go back in this city and I can preach the gospel again. And if they are going to stone me, let's do it again. I'm going to raise up again. If God wants me to go back, I'll go back every time and stone me as long as you want because God has a plan for me. I'm not going to play safe. I'm not going to be fearful. I'm going to be a courage person and I'm going to be led by the Holy Spirit. That's, what, that's Paul. That's Paul. He rose up, and he entered the city, and on, and on the next day, he didn't have, take a break. He went on with Barnabas to Derby. When they had preached the, the gospel to that city and had made many disciples, they returned to Lystria and to Iconium and to Antioch. So this guy stood up went back to the city, keep on, kept on uh, going and making the disciples in other cities, and went back again, again in the same city. I just love that. That's the kind of life that I want to live. That's the kind of life that I want to live. I don't want to be controlled by fears. I want to move on. I want to be in action. Because let me remind to you, faith has to do 
with how you deal with God and his promises. Courage has to do with how you deal your fears. And how you deal your fears is going to tell you where you will go. And it's going to uh, tell you what your action will be. I want to live a life that is full of action in the kingdom of God. I want to go from glory to glory. I want to be that Joshua that doesn't fear the battles. I want to be that Joshua that doesn't fear to leave the place of provision and go into battles. I want to be that guy that does whatever the Holy Spirit says to do. It's time to stand up, guys. Really, as a church, it's time to stand up. If you're being stoned, it's time to stand up. If you are controlled tonight by fears, bad experiences, disappointment, it's time to stand up. Because God has a plan for you. And nothing has finished yet because you're still alive, you're still breathing, and he's talking to you tonight, and the best is yet to come, and it's in front of you. City after city, land after land, conquest after conquest, because we are more than conquerors in Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. Let's stand up and let's pray together. Let's, let's make a decision tonight together. And I'm just going to hand the microphone to, uh, to Pastor Ryan and, uh, and let him uh, lead us in this time of prayer. Thank you. Come on, let's put our hands together. What an amazing message tonight. James, you want to come up, buddy? Thank you for listening to our Love City Church podcast. Visit us online at www.lovecitychurch.ca. We pray that this message encourages you and strengthens you in your walk with Jesus.